are about to hear a life-changing message preached at the Kodesh Family Church in Memphis by the Reverend Kojo Orleans Lindsay. In Isaiah 58 verse 13, it says, If thou turn away thy foot from the Sabbath, from doing thy pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy of the Lord honorable, and shalt honor him, not doing thine own ways, nor finding thine own pleasure, nor speaking thine own words. In this Sunday's message, Reverend Lindsay preaches a powerful message about maximized Sunday usage. We cannot simply just go to a worship service, but we must actually worship and serve our God. So let us listen into this anointed word and ask ourselves, how are we maximizing the day the Lord has made? Be blessed. You cannot be depressed in this place. There is no other faithful God. He's so faithful, so loving and true. Those who if you are not dancing means you don't know who you are dealing with. For their trust, there is no other. Come on, move it, move it, move it. Hey. So loving Now let me see your jump. Oh, oh, how I love the name of Jesus. How I love. How long can you go for the Lord? Up, 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 up. No other name means more to me. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands. Wave to the Lord. Give him a shout. And a move. Oh, you've stopped my rap. Oh, Clap for the Lord Jesus. Hey, I was about, I was just beginning to wrap my heart out to the Lord. Wow. So don't blame me. Blame the music people. Hallelujah. Amen. Why don't you put your hand on your heart and tell the Lord, I'm ready with my heart. I came with my whole heart. I will not look at my worries, at my concerns. At my problems, at my persecutions, but I lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help comes from the Lord because He made heaven and earth. Tell Lord, Lord, I surrender. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. Holy Spirit, thank you for hosting us in the house of the Lord. We don't want you to be a guest in your own house. We don't want you to be a stranger in your own house. Feel free and speak as you will. Touch us where you want and make a difference where you deem fit. We thank you for the anointing that breaks every yoke. We thank you that every demon is evicted from its current location among everyone who is here. And that our households are blessed in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, today, before, no, don't sit down. Before we sit down, last week I prayed for a group of, I prayed for the babies, right? Jesus Christ said, suffer the little children to come unto me. For such is the kingdom of God. 
Today, I want to pray for the people that are just finished becoming babies. I'm talking about teenagers. You know, and my prayer for teenagers is this. Joseph was a teenager. He decided among his brothers to tell the truth, to be righteous. He decided he's going to love God. Even to the point where Potiphar's wife gave Joseph a scholarship. Nobody was in the house. A 17-year-old who is very, very strong, sexually charged, said no to a beautiful queen, a beauty queen in Potiphar's wife. And God blessed him so much. And the Bible says in Genesis chapter 39, verse 2, please bring it up. And the Bible says, you know, Joseph was favored by the father, was given a cloth of many colors. I want to pray for favor from the, for the teenagers. And the Lord was with Joseph and he was a prosperous man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. Wherever he, he was, he was blessed and prospered. Then the last verse is what I like of Genesis 39. The last verse, watch this. The keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand because the Lord was with Joseph. And whatever that Joseph did, the Lord made it to prosper. I want to pray for academic prosperity. I want to pray for intellectual prosperity. I want to pray for favor that draws clothes of many colors. I want to pray that spiritually the teenagers will wear a cloth of many colors that draws favor. Joseph in the father's house was favored. In Potiphar's house was favored. In the pit he was favored. In prison he was favored. And in the palace he was favored. He did well. His father loved him and blessed him. Give me that grade. If you're a teenager, just walk up to the front right now. Just a touch. Come, come, a teenager. Walk up to the front. Quick, quick. Let them, quick. We don't have a teenager. If you feel you're a teenager, just walk up. Come. Father, bless. With the blessing, favor of Joseph. Ah, the blessing of a teenager comes upon you. You will never be the same. In the spirit, may you wear, wear the cloth of many colors from today. May you be favored. The blessing of your father will come upon you. When the brothers and sisters came for blessing, Joseph came and came with his children. May you have generational blessings. May you walk, lift up your hands if you are here. May you walk in generational blessings of Joseph in the name of Jesus Christ. Your parents will not see you as foolish because a foolish son is a calamity of his father. You will walk as wise. When Jacob comes in and is rescued, he spoke and said, that's my son Joseph. He said, bring your children. I'll take them for my own. May you wear the clothes of many colors wherever you go. Favored academically. Favored financially. Favored spiritually. The favor of the Lord operate upon you. The favor of the Lord as a teenager. May you excel. May people be surprised at your wisdom. May people be surprised at the power of God upon your life. Be blessed with the blessings of Joseph. May people be saying of you, the Lord is with you and everything you touch that excels in the name of Jesus. Every foolish spirit will never affect you. Only wisdom will come to you. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. May the Josephic blessing that favored him 
he got the highest level of blessing in the house of Potiphar, in the house of the king Pharaoh himself, he was prospered. Everything that was done was left to Joseph because they said we trust him because there's a higher power operating than the power of a teenager. You will rise up and become greater than a teenage spirit will offer. Be blessed in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Put your hands together for Jesus. Walk into your favor. Walk back to your favor in Jesus' name. You are blessed. Watch it. Watch it. These people will never, 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 never suffer the consequences. The rubings that had evil will never come through this. Only Josephic spirits will come upon them. In the name of Jesus Christ. Adults, I'm sure you are jealous. Your time is coming. I said your time is coming. Next week will be for people like Hope. The post-teenage group. And the final of finals will be for the people with gray hairs in the armpit. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. You may please be seated in the presence of the Lord. Yeah. You know why I'm doing this? Let me tell you why I'm doing this. And it's going to come. To, this Wednesday we have a miracle anointing service. Clap for the Lord Jesus. This coming Wednesday at 7 p.m. Holy Ghost anointing service. Holy Ghost miracle service. Never be left at home. I know that young people, you're on break already. Come. It's at 7 o'clock. It's going to be an anointing, yoke-breaking, Holy Ghost miracle service. Clap for Jesus Christ. Turn to somebody and say, don't miss it for all the stake in Memphis. Yeah. Okay. Now, the Bible says here in the book of Numbers chapter 6 verse 23. I'm going to show you. Numbers chapter 6. The Bible says, God said, speak to Aaron. Last week I told you about his rod and his staff, right? And I'm going to talk to you about it today. He says, speak to Aaron. First of all, go to 22. Watch this. He says, God spoke to Moses. 22. And the Lord spoke to Moses. There are always two pastors. The founding pastor and the branch pastor. The founding pastor for us is Bishop Dag. Uh, and the branch pastor is me. So Moses, the founding pastor, Lord spoke to Moses saying, and then go. He says, speak to Aaron. That's the reason why when I hear a message, the message I'm going to preach to you, it's been preached by Bishop Dag. I'm going to preach it to you. He said, God told Moses direct words and told Moses, speak those words to Aaron. Speak to Aaron and unto his son saying, on this wise, this is how you should bless the children of Israel. He said, say to them, eh? Lift, next, say to them, next, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his fire faith shine upon thee and be gracious to thee. Keep going. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Keep going. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. Go to new living. He said, as you have blessed them, I will actually carry out the blessing. You see that? New Living Translation. It says, whenever Aaron and his sons bless the people of Israel in my name, I myself will bless them. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Amen. It is only going to happen to those who clap in Jesus' name. So, I mean, I don't joke with these blessings. Whenever Prophet Bishop Dag 
is on the flow prayer and is pronouncing blessings, I always kneel down and lift up my hands. And I can assure you that the blessing is working in my life. Yeah. You see, so because of that, ever since I talked to you about the rod and the staff, the comfort me, God says, I shepherd my people through human beings. You know, Psalm 23 says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And so we answer that, if the Lord is my shepherd, I say, where is God? Where is God? How is he shepherding us? And we found the answer in the book of Psalm chapter 77, verse 19 and 20. And I want to read it again today before I go on to what I have for you today. It says, thy ways are in the sea. You know how God carried the Israelites through the Red Sea? Difficult position. They had issues. They are coming to the Lord to resolve it. Egyptians are chasing us. Problems tormenting us. And now you lead us to where? The Red Sea. There are in a Christian's life, you will come to a place like the Red Sea. But let me tell you how you resolve, how you negotiate that. Man, thy ways, it's still God's way. God's way is in the sea. And thy path is in great waters. Great waters, difficult waters. Sometimes you feel like you're drowning in debt, drowning in issues, complex issues. Great waters. And yet, his footsteps are not known. Lord, I'm so, you're supposed to be my shepherd. How do I follow you? How are you guiding me? And the Lord sees the difficulty in this and acknowledges that, yes, you cannot see his footsteps to even follow. Sometimes you say, Lord, let your will be done, but you don't know. And the Lord says, I'll show you. Thou let us, or you lead your people. Give us New King James so we can understand. You lead your people like a flock. You led your people like a flock by, by the hand of Moses Amen. and of Aaron. Clap Amen. for Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. God uses human shepherds, pastors, to guide us, to counsel us through preaching, through one-on-one -on -one counseling, through intimate counseling, through prayers, through the blessings. And so we explain that who are the Moses? The Moses is the founder of our denomination the founder of Israel, the one God used to start that movement of deliverance from the world. And Aaron is the person God picked to assist Moses. And that is the reason why you realize that although I preach, when it comes to the communion and things, I show a video of our Moses or Bishop Dak to preach. Okay, so the flow, I want us every, today I'm going to share with you something that you'll see. That we should all now accept the fact that we have two pastors. Hallelujah. In fact, one head pastor and an assistant. I happen to be the assistant. So our pastor is the founder of this church. Hallelujah. He's the founder. You know, although Aaron was the pastor of the group, God spoke to Moses and said, go and tell Aaron what to do. And when Moses, Aaron does what Moses says, the blessing will be carried out by God himself. Hallelujah. Amen. So I want to, as much as possible, connect you also to the, to the founder you know, um, Bishop Oyedepo is a founder of what? Winners Chapel. Everywhere they connect. And that man is an anointed man of God, man. And you can see every branch flourishing because of that. We will do the same. So on Sunday morning, these days we'll have what we call Flow Church. Somebody say Flow Church. Flow Church. Yeah. Flow Church. Yeah. So Flow Church is actually a short service that 
our pastor, Bishop Doug, our Moses organizes for the sake of his children everywhere so that we can also be able to connect even though we are far. And I found that to be very exciting. Hallelujah. So it's a morning, it's usually 7 a.m. It's broadcast 7 a.m. where he is, wherever he is. But I know that we'll be asleep because it'll be 2 a.m., 1 a.m. and stuff like that. So we'll be asleep. So we've decided that we'll make it at 7 a.m. on Sunday. So every Sunday, 7 a.m., about, you know, the day before we'll remind you. But maybe an hour before we'll send you a link. And at 7 a.m., we'll all click onto our device on YouTube or Facebook. It's live. I mean, and then we will share it with you and you'll click in and it will be powerful. Yeah. This morning... I listened to the message about the glorious church. Yeah. And about how not to become an old Solomon. You know, young Solomon loved the Lord and built a temple for the Lord. And was, God made him rich and powerful, anointed. But old Solomon loved many strange women. Right. And actually worshipped idols. Yes. And built um, temples for idols. He backslid. And it taught me a whole lot about how to maintain Christianity till the end and not to be like old Solomon. When you go home, try and listen to it. This afternoon, I'll share it with you. And then you will see that it's a blessing. But next week, Sunday, and every Sunday, please note it at 7 o'clock. We'll have a pre-service service so that the Bible said that, you know, it's called Flow Church. It's 7 a.m. 7 a.m. Somebody say 7 a.m. 7 a.m at flu every Sunday so that we will have a direct link to the blessing that God has for us. And it's so that we can, that scripture, that says that, and the Lord, he led his flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron will come to pass in your life and in my life. How many think it's a good idea? Amen. Then put your hands together for Jesus. Tell somebody, I will be joining flow service. At what time? 7 so we call it flow at 7. Someone say flow at 7. Flow at 7. Flow at 7. Flow at 7. Good. So when we say flow at 7, you know. So we will have our church, usual church Zoom, where you link on for just fellowship. You can send text and things about what you're feeling and what you're excited about. So we will join the link into our Zoom just like we are praying. But actually our device like our television or our phone or our iPad or laptop, We'll be showing the message on YouTube. And then the Zoom that we have is only so that we can encourage one another and send comments and, a, you know, iron sharpening, iron type of thing. Do you get the arrangement? Someone say, flowing together. Flowing together. At 7 on Sunday. At 7 on Sunday. Amen. So that's a blessing and we'll remind you. We'll keep reminding you every day and it will be a blessing. Tell somebody, I'm ready for the word. I'm ready for the word. Today, what do you want me to preach about? Akwisi. Rachel, do you have any topic in particular you want me to discuss? The way your glasses are is like the professor, so I need to ask you, am I doing well? I'm doing okay so far. So far, how, what's the percentage? 77. That's not a good percentage. That, uh, that was a Psalm. Psalm 77 you were saying. Okay, okay, okay. Because I would have sat down said I'm, I'm failing already. Alright, well, today I want to share with you something very important called the maximized Sunday usage. Someone say the maximized Sunday usage. The maximized Sunday usage. You know, you can have something that you never maximize. It's true. You know, recently, 
I was very surprised that I was looking for, you know, we went to a place, we're looking for a new church for you, by the grace of God. Hallelujah. A real cathedral for you. Someone say amen. Amen. And I went to a place and I wanted, I said, what's the measurement from here to here? And I was looking for tape. They went, somebody went and said the car and things, they brought it. That long tape measure and it was not enough. And so we're struggling. And then one of the little young people there said, ah, but you can use your cell phone to measure. I said, how? He said, there's an app for measuring. I didn't know. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, in my house, I have the most expensive phone among all the family. But it is the most underutilized. <laughs> this has not been maximized. So they just pressed the pop, pop, and I saw a red light. Boom. A laser type of thing. And then he just stopped it and put another red light here and then looked on it, told me it is this. I said, what? <laughs> we confirmed with the tape measure and it was perfect. Clap for Jesus. Maximize cell phone usage. <laughs> Totally. So chances are that some of you are not maximizing your Sunday. In fact, for the really, my children told me, Daddy, if we have to really do the right thing, you should give us the phone and take ours. <laughs> of course, I said no, but in my heart, I knew they were right. Because if I give my cell phone to them, they will maximize it. It's more expensive, therefore it needs to have more use, but it has the least use in the house. <laughs> Don't tell my children I say this. Because they will come and say, Daddy, you must be a man of your word. As of now, they haven't heard it. So they don't know I've said it. Maximized Sunday usage. Your Sunday must be utilized to its top. Some of us, God has given us IQ, high level IQ. We are not maximizing it. When I interact with some of the young people, I can see they are better off than I was when I was their age. They can think, they are smart. Your children are very smart. Yeah, I'm going to talk to you about them. Yeah. Look. They're in power. But some of them are not maximizing their brain power. Yeah. Yesterday I told them, your brain is the least utilized among the brains in your whole house. Just like the cell phone is the least utilized. Most kids haven't utilized what and they are great. And we have to actually expand their potential to become great. It's the same thing with the church. With the temple. With the Sunday that you use. Maximize it. Use it to the fullest. And I'm going to read something to you that will shock you. That if you use your Sunday well, the kind of blessings that will come. And I'm going to point you to a group of people on this earth who have done that. Mm. I'm talking about the Sabbath. Some people say Saturday. Some people say Sunday. The question is not what day the Sabbath is. The question is the day that is chosen That's to right. serve That's God right. and to worship him. Amen. How to maximize it. Amen. We just happen Amen. to have chosen Sunday. Therefore, Amen. maximize it. It's not about Samsung or about no. iPhone. It's just the fact that you have a phone. Therefore, maximize it, Mr. Daddy Man. Mr. Mommy, Madam, Mommy. Don't just whisk it out and say, I have an iPhone what? I don't even want to know. Now I'm even ashamed to say it so that you don't go and tell them. Because <laughs> I'm not maximizing it. Look at me. And I'm about to get a new one. I don't think I should. Huh? Maximize Sunday usage. 
Let me read a scripture to you and I'll tell you the people that have benefited the most from that scripture. Psalm Isaiah, actually Isaiah, chapter 58 from verse 13. I'm going to read it in three different versions about how people, what God says about those who maximize their Sundays. You know, what the first question you should ask is, what is Sunday for? When you come to church, what are you coming to do? Do you know yes, what is a church? It's not just called church. One day, a guy came. His mother traveled all the way and said to come and thank me for taking good care of his son who was in university doing pharmacy. Yeah. And the son told me, my mother asked me that where, where do you serve? And I said, what? What did she say? Where do you serve? And I said, yeah, she came to tell me. He said, my mother is coming. Please, I need to ask this question. And then he said, and I said, you mean where do I go to church? I said, no, I don't say where do you go to church. I said, where do you serve? And the mother said, explain that a church is not a place you go to. That's right. He said it's called a worship service. service. It's for Amen. worship and for serving. Clap for the Lord Amen. Jesus. It's for worshiping Amen. God and for serving. Amen. He said, if you are somebody who just goes to church, then you don't have a good pastor and it's not a good church and you are not a good Christian because God never called the, just, he said, it's a, it's a reason we called it the worship service. Worship service. Right. There are only two aspects, worship and serving. Worshiping God and serving God, period. That's his purpose. When Paul was in trouble and people were not listening, he said that God whose I am and whom I serve came to me visited me last night. When Jesus was being tempted, he told the devil, when the devil showed him all the glories and said, bow down to me and I'll give you everything. He said, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God and him alone shall thou serve. Two things that Jesus came to do that the devil wanted to take from him. Worship and service. And many Christians have already surrendered to the devil, these two. Mercy. The very thing that Jesus held on to and gave up the glories of this world to hold on. We are taking the glories of the world and giving the worship and the service to the devil. It's a worship service. Reach. How come that I went to church? That's a very iphonic type of <laughs> pastor. Yeah. I went to church. You must be ashamed to say I went to church. I go to church. Yeah. I go to church. Where do you go to church? Don't never answer that question again. Amen. I said, where do you worship? Where do you serve? And if you don't worship and serve, say I don't go to church. Yeah. It's the truth. Because some of us, we, don't, we come when the worship is over and we don't do any service. That's right. So it's neither. And then we go to church and we leave church. We go. Some people, they're called high by Christians. The first thing you hear is high. The next thing is bye. That's right. Someone say, hi, bye. It's not high good. Hi, bye. It's not good. Worship. It's called minimize Sunday usage. Someone say, minimize Sunday usage. Minimize Sunday usage. Someone say, ouch. Ouch. It's, 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 it's working already. Minimize Sunday usage. And I'm going to tell you something that will shock you. There's so much blessing. You know, it's just like going to a, a, a McDonald's and not coming out with food. <laughs> going to a restaurant and not eating. 
It's just like marrying and, you know, never going for a honeymoon. Just windows shopping. Yeah. <laughs> you bring nothing home. Did you know that if you marry and you don't go honeymoon, I mean, no the thing that they do at honeymoon, you, 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 when the person decides not to marry you, this person doesn't need to file divorce papers. No, no consummation. Because it's not consummated. That's right. Some of our church members are not consummated in Christ. Mm. <laughs> in fact, if devil says that you're not a Christian, you never went to church, he will be right. He'll be right. Wow. Yeah, that argument will hold wow. in heaven because it wasn't consummated. Because mm. the two things, worship and service, never happen. Wow. So I'm the pastor, but I come early because I know worship is important. That's right. And I'm a pastor, and I work, and I clean. Yesterday, you should see me cleaning this way, because I know service is important. If I do these two things, and I even didn't hear preaching, I'm better off. If I hear a lot of preaching, and I don't do it, I make my case worse. It's like good preaching. Good, good preaching. Even if I close now, you'll be blessed. Clap for Jesus. Isaiah chapter... 58. Is it working already? It's working already. From verse number 13. New King James Version. New King James. The Bible says, if you turn away your foot from the Sabbath, from doing your pleasure on my holy day, if you decide to change your attitude towards church, towards Sunday, you refuse to do your pleasure on God's holy day and call my Sabbath your delight. It means I'm excited about Sunday. Right. I'm excited that I'm going to worship and to serve. Not. And you call the Sabbath if you will just take your foot, you know, turn away your foot. You know, when you see your foot, oh, it's nothing. No, it's what? Don't turn it up. Don't step. Don't trample on the Sabbath. Yeah. Don't, don't make it nothing. Yeah. From doing your own pleasure on my holy day, and now you start calling the Sabbath a delight. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't. When your wedding is coming, I can't wait. I can't wait. I couldn't wait for my honeymoon. Because I had a few plans. <laughs> The holy day of the Lord, if you start calling it honorable, you start honoring and respecting it. And you shall honor him, that is God, in worship. Not doing your own ways, nor finding your own pleasure, nor speaking your own words. Mm. What is going to happen if you do this? Next verse. Then you shall delight yourself in the Lord. You become a proper Christian. Yeah. Amen. People who are excited about God... They have respected his Sabbath and his church. They have not trampled his Sabbath. They have made his Sabbath a holy thing. Yeah. They, they actually, some people, when they walk in, they kneel down and then they pray before they sit up. Yeah. I love Catholics. When they come, they bow before the altar. It's a holy place, but some of them don't serve. Some of them don't worship. You shall... Then, but the word is then. You see then. If only you will make it respectable, maximize it. Yeah. 
If only you will make it honorable. Yeah. If you make it a delight, an important thing. If you'll be excited about it the way I'm excited about it. Can't you see I'm excited about You're the preaching? Excited. Can't yes. you see I'm dressed up? Can't yes. you see I'm jumping and excited? You have not paid me a dime since I became your pastor. But the guy is still excited. It's because of the Lord's Sabbath. It's not a Tuesday. And I prevented doing my own pleasures. Going my own places. Bible says then, when you do that, then, number one, you will see that you will enjoy God better. Many Christians don't enjoy God. Mm. In fact, many Christians feel God does not exist. Many Christians are wondering, where are you, Lord? Where can I find you? And they say, you must be in this place. You must be right by myself. I want to see you. I want to feel you. Your, the words you are singing is a word of doubt. Lord, are you real? Yes, he's real. And watch this. He said, and I will cause you to ride on your high places or hills of this earth like Joseph. I will cause you to ride. I'm going to prove to you by the end of the day, I'm going to bring some people who have maximized the Sunday and I'll tell you where I found them and where they are now wow. as your proof. I'm not even going to go far. And they're sitting here. I'm not, I haven't spoken to anybody. I'll just tell them to give their own testimony. How much time they spent in the house of God on the Sabbath. How much they've worshipped and served. When you have even left, they are here cleaning, discussing about the next Sunday, discussing what is who's going to work. They are providing food for you every Sunday. And they are spending and making it a big place. Maximize Sunday usage. Mm. And I'll tell you where I found them, how old they were, what job they were doing, how much they earned. And I'll tell you what, where they are today. They will tell their story. Whether the word of God is true or not, sometimes preaching alone doesn't, you have to see it. Testimonies, Bible That's says, right. thy testimonies are my counselors. Mm. And I'll let their testimony counsel you on your attitude towards the Sabbath. Beautiful. Wow. He said, I will cause you. I came to Memphis with my staff. Nothing. I had nothing. I had a 1991 Nissan Sentra, which has been crashed from behind by another car and had been totaled. And the insurance company sent me a check. And they said they are going to pick up the car to discard it, to dispose of it. I told them, wait a minute. I'll keep the check. You don't need to spend another money disposing of it. I will dispose of it. So they never came to pick it up. And I picked it up. <laughs> I just pushed some things up from the back. Don't mind the body, mind the engine. The engine was in front and was working. The back had a little dent. You know, as you've seen people with a little tear in the clothes, but they are walking because the body is working. I, the engine is working. I just, I drove it. You know, the back such that sometimes when you sit in the car in the back seat, because of the, the water can enter you without you showering. You see that shower is... Natural showers are coming from your bottom because it's loaded with water from behind. That's the kind of car I drove. Nothing and poor. But after I've been steady, the Lord has caused me to ride in my high hills 
on this earth by the grace of God. Amen. Yeah. Wow. By the grace of God. You all knew my beginnings when I started here. Even in my house, when we started the church, we had only one chair. One chair. One chair. Office chair. And then toys for my children. That was a congregation. Those who were there. Patricia, you knew it. And then I rented chairs. No, I bought chairs temporarily from Walmart. White. <laughs> when people started coming to my apartment for church. Because I didn't have money to buy chairs. And I bought the chairs for real. But I kept the receipts. There was a 90-day return policy. <laughs> then nothing wrong with that. You set the rules. I obeyed them. And it took me three months to get my first paycheck. So I couldn't buy chairs. We used those white chairs for three months. Almost 87th day, I sent them back. 90-day policy. That's how bad it was. But one thing I did... Wisdom. I told the Lord, I'm going to serve, remember, maximize your Sunday. Amen. I said, I will never work on Sundays. Amen. I will serve you on Sundays. I will Amen. worship you on Sundays. I will have outreaches. I will clean your church. I will preach to your people. I will cook for your people. Maximize. This is not this cell phone. This cell phone is not a church. Don't look at me that way because I can't use the cell phone. I can use church. <laughs> and that will give me more cell phones. Clap for Jesus. When I came, I couldn't buy a cell phone. Company had to buy it. Had to service it. But today I can buy. God has allowed me to ride in my high places Amen. on this earth. As I have maximized the Sunday yes. for his sake. Yes. Tell somebody, is it you he's talking to? Hey. Tell somebody, how maximally are you using your Sunday? <laughs> Don't allow the person not to mind you. So ask the person, where's the answer? Where's the answer? <laughs> if you don't want to, I say we're working on it. We're working on it. I'm working on it. Tell somebody I'm working on it. <laughs> Tell somebody it's a work in progress. It's a work in Let's progress. get back to the scripture. It says you make you ride in your high places, high hills on this earth. God will make you ride. And it's a ride. It's a cruise. That's right. Those of you who use church as a toy thing, Church as a bait. Um, no, one person told me, you've called me too much. Pastor, I'll come for you, okay? I said, oh, no problem. You don't understand what you're saying. you come for me. I'm riding on my high place. you come for me. Please bring the scripture back. And I will cause you to ride on your high hills on the earth. And I will feed you with the heritage of Jacob, your father. And I like the last one. It says, this one is not spoken by Jacob. The mouth of the Lord has spoken. Amen. Clap for the Lord Amen. Jesus. Amen. When God you get himself. to any scripture and the Lord emphasizes, I am the one speaking. Yes. You have to watch that scripture. God himself. Read New Living. New Living, same thing. Isaiah 58, verse 13 and 14. Watch this. Verse 13 and verse 14. Watch this. 13 and 14. Keep the Sabbath day holy. That's right. Don't pursue your own interest on that day. But enjoy the Sabbath and speak of it with delight as the Lord's holy day. Honor the Sabbath in everything you do on that day. And don't follow your own desires or talk idly. Hey, that one. That one. Oh, Pastor. Yeah. I don't talk idly, worship him. 
Give us message Bible. Message Bible. Ah, is it finished? No, no, no. Next verse. Next verse. Verse 14. Verse 14 of this one. Verse 14. Verse number 14. 13 is different from 14. Yeah. One, four. Uh-huh. Then you shall delight yourself in the Lord. Anybody you see who is excited about God, chances are that they have been worshiping and serving God Sunday after Sunday after Sunday. It's become a part of their life, and they are doing it with joy. That's right. With excitement. Not as, oh, man, I don't have anything to do, so let me come. You're joking. You're joking. You're not serious. Then the Lord will be your delight. He said, I will give you great honor and satisfy you with the inheritance I promised your ancestor Jacob. Wow. I, the Lord, have spoken. Now, watch the message Bible. Watch the message Bible on this one. Isaiah chapter 58, verse 13 and 14. Watch this. If you watch your step on the Sabbath day, and you don't use my holy day for personal advantage, if you treat the Sabbath as a day of joy, God's holy day as a celebration, if you honor it by refusing business as usual, those of you who want to work on Sunday, Jews don't do that. No. It doesn't matter how many millions that you give them. They will tell you no. And I'm going to read to you the testimony of the legendary wealth of the Jews. They've done two things well. Tithing their money, tithing their time. I'm going to show you. Legendary wealth of the Jews. They are legendary. That's right. Their history is classic. Yeah. I respect and honor Jews. That's why they've always been attacked. Anti-Semitism and all these things is because of that. They are blessed. They owned the banks in Germany and people didn't like them. Just like they own all the skyscrapers in America. When you go to New York, 50%, Jews are only 2 to 3% of the population of America. Two. Two. But they own 45% of the wealth. Half. They own Hollywood. Yeah. Did you know that? Two things they do well. Two things. Their Sabbath and their tithe. I have decided to master these two things myself. Amen. Yeah. Clap for Jesus. Amen. There's a reason they are riding on their high hills on this earth. You want to wait to go to heaven? No problem. No problem. We'll meet in heaven. We'll enjoy the crowns. But here too, we'll enjoy. The Bible says on this earth, there is also a blessing. Why should you have to wait when you can have both? Okay, you can wait. We'll enjoy having together. But here too, I want to enjoy my high places. If you watch your step on the Sabbath and don't use my holy day for personal advantage, if you treat the Sabbath as a day of joy, God's holy day as a celebration, if you honor it by refusing business as usual, no Sunday job, no Sunday job. You heard me right. No job on Sundays, even if they pay you time and a half. Refuse it. It's a trap. Watch it. Bible says refuse business as usual. Make, refuse making money as usual. Refuse running here and there on my Sabbath day. Then you will be free to enjoy God. Clap for Jesus. Amen. Amen. Don't 
don't set your lectures for Sunday. Don't do your washing on Sunday. Don't set up your family meetings on Sunday. No, don't do it. And it's not me, it's God. You have an issue, pick up with God. And I'm saying it for your blessing. And I'm going to prove it to you in this church that it works. I'm going to bring all the people that when you go home, they stay and they work. And I will tell you how it has been. When you just rush it out. I have better things to do. Ah, this church's service is too long. Let's finish quickly so I can get better things to do. Really better things? The Jews, they go from Friday all the way until Sunday morning or Saturday night. It's not a two-hour journey. It's a whole day. Maximized Sabbath usage. Ours is Sunday, theirs is Saturday. Nobody knows the seventh day that God rested. So don't tell me it's Sunday or Saturday. God could have started the earth on a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Your own thing is that, oh, because it's seven day. And it's a Sunday, Monday, it's a human institution. There was nothing like that when God was creating. That's right. It was Adam who gave the names. Mm-hmm. So it could have actually, if you want absolute, it could have started on a Wednesday. So Wednesday should be the Sabbath. The idea is to choose a day. A day, that's right. And just to honor the principle of the Sabbath. Not to have controversies about it should be Saturday. Jews have chosen Saturday. Beautiful. In fact, they even start on Friday. Sundown to sundown. No problem. And from sundown to sundown, nothing but holiness. Nothing but no job. Nothing. We are dedicated to God, to his worship, to his service. Period. You don't have to be a Jew to do jewelry. I said jewelry. Bible says, then when you do this, if you honor God by refusing business as usual, refusing making money, running here and there, then you will be free to enjoy God. Oh, I, God, will make you right high and soar above it all. I will make you feast on the inheritance of your ancestor Jacob. Yes. God says so. Amen. Clap for Jesus. Amen. Tell somebody, God says so. Not Pastor Lindsay says Amen. so. God says so. God says so. God says so. You go to work, you're tired a little bit, and you say you won't come to church. You think you are blessed. Who is suffering? Yeah, the one who is suffering. Watch the difference. I can assure you there's a difference. There is a complete difference. Even wherever you are that you call blessing, you haven't seen nothing yet. Oh, yeah, you haven't seen anything yet. You watch it. When I came here, I felt I was blessed, but I hadn't seen anything yet. When these people who serve in the church came, I thought these were very blessed, but I didn't know that there was higher heights. Yeah, some people, they were just walking in and, um, Circle K. That's where they worked. Today, they are big men in big businesses. Have multiple jobs, CEOs. Business owners riding in their high places because they took seriously what God takes serious. You know, when God actually said he rested on the seventh day, do you know what he told Adam? He blessed, he blessed Adam and Eve. He told them, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth. My job is finished, but that's where your job starts. It's my job that's finished, but where? that's where you start. You start on my 
place that I've done for you. Yeah. The legendary wealth of the Jews. Huh? Whether in Europe, North Africa, United States, Jews have always been both reviled and yet admired. Sometimes they are reviled because of their admiration. You know how it is? You are too blessed. Get away from me. Yeah. Genesis 26. Abimelech told Isaac, you are too blessed. You are too mighty for us. Get away. You make us feel too low. Next. Jews are hated and envied. They are despised and loved at the same time. Let me give you nine facts about the wealth of Jews. The percentage of Jewish households with income greater than 50,000 is double that of non-Jews. Do you get the point? That means if there are 100 Jews here and 100 non-Jews here, and you say, how many of you earn more than 50,000? And we get, say, 40. Then likely we would have less than 20 in this side. They are double. Where do you think it comes from? Tithing time, tithing money. That's the only thing they do differently. Maximize Sunday usage. But this is supposed to make you change your attitude because the Lord says so. Don't get busy on your whatever just because I'm saying something you don't like. If so long as it's coming from God, use it. God wants to bless you. God wants to honor you. God really wants to. And then it goes here. The percentage of Jewish households with income less than 20,000 is half that of non-Jews. Mm. Again, 100, 100. And how many get less than 20,000 and 40 Jews come out? Less than, uh, over there, it will be more than 80. Half. The Jewish advantage in economic status persists to the present day. It remains higher than that of the white, Protestants, Catholics, even among households of similar age, composition, and location. These are facts. When you go to the Forbes 400, they are all there. We copied them. 45% of the top 40% of the Forbes 400 richest Americans are Jews. Half. Almost. <laughs> richest. You know, let me read some scriptures to you. Yeah. Are you, are you challenged? Yes. Are you being blessed? We are being blessed. You don't need to do much. Mm -hmm. You just need to maximize Sunday. Sunday. Whenever you pick up your phone, remember, Pastor Lindsay, maximize cell phone usage. Maximized. Maximized. When I was in school, studying, I would study in the morning. When it goes to, I go to church, I will study a lot. I wake up early and study a lot. When I start and I go to church, that's it. I don't come back to the evening. Everything, rehearsals, teaching, cleaning. I just said, Lord, me, I'm going to, I'm sold out to you today. Use me and bless me. Use me. Someone say, use me. Use me. And bless me. And bless me. And it's been good. It's been a good journey. Amen. That is why when I came to Memphis, although I came as a physician, and a specialist at that, gastroenterologist, I can look in your colon and prevent you from having colon cancer <laughs> by the grace of God. Yeah. So it's not like I am a whatever. But I saw that, no. If it has taken me doing this to ride on my high places, then even now that I'm earning something, I want to continue doing this. 
Keep me in my high places. Amen. Maximize Sunday Amen. usage. There are times they know it. I've driven four hours just to come to church. Or I've flown a plane just to come to church. You know that. Sometimes I have not bathed. Don't tell anybody I said this. <laughs> but I'd rather come and worship and serve God than go and take a shower and miss it. That's right. Some of you say, I went on night job, so I can't come. You can't come, no problem. And the pastor, you're making it too rigid. No, I'm showing you the blessings of the Lord. Yeah. The Jews, they don't worry about I went to work or not. No. I will plan for it. I will plan for it. You see, now Jesus, so so number one, as a Special blessings for making Sunday a holy day and dedicating for worship and stuff. Isaiah said it. Now, David also said the same thing. Psalm 27, verse 4. David, the man after God's heart, blessed. He said, one thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Amen. To behold the beauty of the Lord. To inquire in his temple or church. The Bible says in verse 5. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. They're saying this. Isaiah said the same thing as David. These are people that have tested it and known that it works. Oh, and it does really work. Yeah, two things. Did you know that if you actually decided to give your Sunday every week to God, one out of seven, that would be 14%, is more than a tithe. Did you know that? And that's what the Jews do. It's exactly 14.3%. So they tithe 10% of their money, and they tithe 14.3% of their time. And they do service to God. They build temples. You should see them, young and old, wearing their, what's it called? Not the beret. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what that means? What, what's it called? Yamaka. Yeah, Michael. Ah, okay. Yamaka, yes. <laughs> it's not because they are growing bald and covering it. They say, God is my covering. God is my covering, and it's not just even for Sunday. They put it there, young and old. God is my covering. Covering my defenseless head. Yeah. Oh, the time is too short. Yes, he should set me up upon a rock. Amen. That's David. Then Jesus, in case you think it's an Old Testament thing. Jesus spoke it. John chapter 5, verse 15 to 19. When the Pharisees who knew nothing, far to see, and Sadducees, sad to see. Yeah, when they challenged Jesus about the Sabbath, Jesus, the one we are following, Christians means Christ-like. Let me tell you, you think Isaiah said something wrong? You think David said something wrong? Let's try Jesus himself, the one that we adore. And therefore did the Jews persecute Jesus and sought to slay him. Why? Because he had done certain good things, worked for the Lord on the Sabbath day. Watch this. On the Sabbath day. But Jesus answering said to them, My father works 
hitherto, and I also work. He was speaking about the Sabbath day when they challenged him. And Jesus answered, keep going. Therefore, the Jews sought the more to kill him. You see, because he not only had broken the Sabbath, but said also that God was his father, making himself equal with God. Look at verse 19. Then answered Jesus and said to them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the son can do nothing of himself. What he sees the father do is what he will do. For what things soever he doeth, these also doeth the son likewise. Amen. You know, some of the Jews had thought that, oh, Sabbath means just sitting down. You know, I've been to Israel two or three times. Even elevated, they don't press. They find it work. If they have to do any work, it has to be a work of the temple. So they don't cook. Restaurants, you better eat before or have some food in your hotel on Friday night through Saturday. You know, so the Jews, beautiful hotel, we would eat. Then from Friday evening till Sunday morning, no Jews will come. You know what we eat? The remnants of the food. And then they say, serve yourself. And Palestinians, you know, Palestinians are also there. They occupy the same. They come and serve. They won't serve you. They are going to church. They are going to worship and to serve God. No, they will do no work. You staff, it's our hotel. If you don't like it, find a non-Jewish hotel. And there are non-Jewish hotels there. But we like it because it's the best. We also want to be under the blessing. So that's where we stay. Even if, so we try even fast on that day and things like that. Because <laughs> the Palestinians, they are not as nice as the Jews. Yeah. They come there to work. They are not as blessed. So we like a Jew. It's nice when a Jew is serving you. It's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Jews are serving. Say, I'll be there. I'll be there. So we don't eat anything but remnants. And then the Palestinians come and cook their Palestinian food, which is not nice. If you want fresh food. <laughs> but that's how serious, seriously they take the Sabbath. Yeah. I don't eat Sunday morning. I don't. I'll be late. I don't want to be late. To cook, I'll be late. It's so important. It's, so, it's proving so real to my life that I can't afford to deteriorate at this stage. Amen. Church is a highly spiritual area. Amen. Very powerful. Serving God, you will see that your very existence is from God. It is just the world like Egypt that is making us feel that there's nothing to it. And even as you walk to church, you think there's nothing to it. Because what you think gives you money is that job. But why don't you go to the job with a breath also, with an oxygen tank? Oxygen tank. When COVID came and oxygen could not be received, you had to order oxygen tanks. That's when you real, realize. People had COVID, they call me, Pastor, come and anoint us with oil. Um, I should come so that you can transmit your air. <laughs> yeah. I used to go to places, vaccinate myself three times. So I'll cover and then I'll go and lay hands and pour oil quickly and come back. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'll transmit the oil to the nurse. That Go and take it. Tell him he should put it on his face <laughs> and breathe well, the breath of life. <laughs> Jesus told them that that's what the fact. Jesus Christ said in Luke chapter 2 verse 49 when the parents came and found him in the temple and he was worshipping God asking questions, working, serving you know what the parents said what is it that you've done to us we thought we were lost, why 
Did you stay behind? He told them, you, mother, father, you don't know. Did you not know that I must be about my father's Father. business? Amen. There is business in the house of God. Right. God didn't say refuse the business of the house. He said refuse the business as usual. Do an unusual business of the house of God, like the Jews. Mm. There's so much work here to be done. When I see the choir, and I see many of you with beautiful angelic voices, the crows are singing and the nightingales are sitting down. <laughs> uh. Yeah, there are very many nightingales sitting here. Watch it. You watch. Try and sign up. All I'm saying is that sign up to worship and to serve. They are very natural baby babysitters and caregivers here. But we've helped men, men, to take care of the babies with no breasts. Mosquito bite for breasts. When you are very nice, when you see the way you take care of your children. Yeah. But look, we have to use the people like Carl and Hope and Rashad, he doesn't even know. Because <laughs> they are the willing people. They are the willing people. And God will bless them. No wonder God is blessing them. Amen. We have to now dancing stars. Adult dancing stars, they're supposed to be dancing 35 times. Young people are always dancing. They're always, the adults are too proud to dance. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, you should see how their leader is struggling to even get them to rehearse. Shame on them. H-A-P-P-Y. Shame. Don't just look in my face. Change. Someone say, ouch. Ouch. And add hallelujah. hallelujah. It means it's a spiritual ouch. Oh, I am defending your high places. What I'm doing is not rubbishing your attitude, but I'm actually blessed, bringing a blessing from God. You watch yourself. You don't have to be a Jew. Those people are not blessed because they're Jews. They are blessed because they are obeying God's commandments Amen. as he has stated from the beginning of the world. Amen. That's all they're doing. Yes, and a non-Jew. You see, those half that non-Jews and Jews, when 40% are the richest, it will become 40% for everybody that takes God's word seriously. You watch it. Your level is about to change in Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. Your level is changing in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, 14%. Did you know that? When you serve God a whole day, and I mean the whole day, I don't mean this one and a half, this two hours that we have the service, that you come one hour late, and then you rush off. That's not what I'm talking about. The Bible says when you have joy, you prepare. This is what I intend to do. It's not a rush. It's not a, a, it's not a chore. It's not inconvenient. I actually am excited about it. In fact, last week I was so touched. When I came here, more than about a quarter of the church were already here. And the church had not started. Clap for so those people. Amen. I believe that this, this week too, they were doing it. Only that the time was pushed forward an hour so. They got it all wrong. You watch it from today. See how the, the cathedral we are getting, there will be a stampede by the grace of God. Amen. Yeah, because people understand serving 
and worship. Yeah. Oh, seriously. Yeah. You keep watching. Jesus proved it. And the Bible says, Luke chapter 4, verse 15 to 21. Huh? Jesus, he set up a custom to always be in the synagogue and to serve. Luke chapter 4 from verse 15. He taught regularly in the synagogue and was praised by everyone. Use King James this time. King James. Mm -hmm. When he came to the village of Nazareth. Have you, have you got it? New, King James. King James. Luke chapter 4 from verse 15. Watch this carefully. And he taught in, the, in their synagogue. Jesus worked. He worked. He was a teacher. Sunday school teacher. He went, did understanding campaign. When the mother parents came and saw him, he was asking questions. After church, we say people should meet their own basantas or basantas. You should join a ministry. If you are the people that greet at the gate, join your ministry and every Sunday meet because there's something to share with you. People don't want to do it. We are not even asking for the whole day. But I'll show you people who are here for the whole day when you go. And I'll show you their life. And I'll point you to what your life is about to become. Whether it's academic life, marital life, social life, financial life. What other life do you have? Tell me. I'll add it to it. Spiritual life. Parental life. Money life. Say it. Night life. No problem. No problem. He taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. Then verse 15, 16. And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. Watch this. Watch this. Where he was brought up. He did not just do something later on because he was in crisis. But that was his nature. Where he had been brought up. And as was his custom, as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up there to read. As usual. He didn't go to work somewhere. He went to the synagogue as usual. He had cultivated that life. Yeah, it became his culture. Yeah. Some of us, if you tell you to come to church every day, we even say, why didn't you come to church? You see the trouble you give us. Because I'm not God. But I can't quote scriptures when you're angry, so I won't even preach. Yeah, because you're here. Bible says the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of That's God. That's right. So I can't tell you scriptures. But here I'm safe because if you try to attack me, Hope is here, Spencer is here, and the Holy Ghost is here. Hallelujah. <laughs> so I'm safe saying it here. After Jesus said, what I say I, to you, I say to all. That's right. So it's you that I'm saying, although I'm saying it to all. <laughs> tell somebody, it's me that God, pastor is speaking to. Actually, yeah. tell your next door that it is me. Everything is about me. It's me. It's always, me. Always, always. And this one to you won't say it. It's always personal. Yeah. No, watch this carefully. Jesus, it was his custom. And then he took the book and read verse 17. Look at what he said. And there he was delivered unto him the book of Isaiah. He knew where even this scripture was. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. And he spoke and said, verse 18. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because God has anointed me to do my washing on Sunday. Hey, no, 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 no. Is that not so? 
Because no. God has anointed me to have family time on Sunday. No. Pastor, you are disturbing my family time. As if Jews don't have family time. Because God has anointed me to go to work and make money no. on a Sabbath day. Because God has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Sometimes your smile will heal the brokenhearted. That's right. Lorraine, thank you and your partners and Brunetta for standing there and smiling to us when you come. Giving us little pecks left, right, and center. <laughs> I love it. Hugging, shaking my hand, and beautiful smiles from the lady. You can join them. Your smile is so beautiful that somebody's depression will be delivered without laying on of hands. Mm -hmm. If only you will consider and maximize your Sunday to preach deliverance to the captives, recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. All this doesn't include that is family time, that I have to do my washing, I have things to do, I have to take on a second job. All those who have those ideas, I'm not angry with you. People do it so you can continue, but I'm telling you what God's recommendation is. Of course, there are times that you can't help it. You try, but it doesn't work. It's understandable. But a decision against God's holy day, man, that's something terrible. Oh, I'm tired. Really? If you had to go to work, would you say that? No. I'm tired? No. I don't feel like? No. Really? God marks all those things and sees it. And all God is saying is that I've given you seven days. Just give me one. One. One like the Jew. Give me just one. Give me just one. Just like the tithe. Give me just 10%. Give me just one of your days. And when you give me that day, let it not just be relaxing. But when you come, worship and serve. Do something. Connect to something. Leah, find something. You sing so beautifully like a nightingale. That's true. Some of you clean so well. There's a lady who cleaned the bathroom. My goodness, if your pie dropped, you, might, you don't need a plate. You can just continue eating. Because the fragrance you put in the place, the cleanliness, the joy, when you go and just cleaning, singing, is such a beautiful thing. Even if I was God, I would, maybe I'll take her to heaven <laughs> to clean my bedroom. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Because that lady and that lady is blessed blessed and children are blessed maximize sunday usage maximize sunday usage and you know all this thing is real let me read one more scripture about what david said about what happens psalm 84 verse 10 and 11 10 to 12 on message watch this watch this final verse psalm 84 from verse 10 one day spent in your house, oh God. This beautiful place of worship. Of what? Place, not a place of sitting down. A place of worship. When you come and there's worship, lift up your hand. There's a blessing in it. That's right. Even if you don't know the song, look at the words. A lady spoke to me last week, sat me down and said, Pastor, let me tell you something. When I came to your church, like Brother Michael, what did you tell me when you came? Brother Michael, come. When you came, what do you say about the songs? <laughs> Brother Michael sat in, no, it's not comfortable. The lady told me, Pastor, when you came, the songs, I didn't like it, to be honest with you. 
No, they but the word, the lady told me the word is what kept me. And she said, now I've begun to enjoy the songs as well. You know what I wanted to tell her? I said, we're not singing to you. We're singing to God. You don't have to like it if God likes it. Clap for the Lord Jesus. I told you that? Yeah. You told us you don't like the songs. And Brother Michael, what did you do? He, he didn't just speak. What did you do? I told him I said the songs were too white. Uh-huh. Too white. <laughs> I didn't know there were white songs. No, no, listen. Listen, and he told me, he said, listen, the songs are not for you. The songs are for God. And I started listening to the songs. And I said, don't sing it to yourself. Sing it to God. Even if you don't enjoy it, just know that God is happy, especially when you don't like it, but I'll give it to him. I told him. Yeah. And no, no, no. He's, he's not telling the full truth. You know what? The first time he didn't get it. The week after he brought me CDs. He said, Pastor, he didn't tell me white, white songs. He just said, we need to learn some of these songs. And whatever. They were black songs. They were black. Okay. I didn't know there was color in song. I thought there was rhythm and harmony. I didn't know there was color, sincerely. That was the first time I learned something. I said, oh, what am I doing? Letting black people sing white songs. Oh, God, forgive me. And I was hoping that God would still send us some both white and black angels so that in case they don't like some of the songs, they will still come. But he brought me those CDs, and I took the CDs to give to my wife. My wife had traveled, so it took about six weeks or so. By the time my wife came back, Michael had come back. What did you say to me? You don't need to play those songs. <laughs> Michael had become white. Clap for the Lord Jesus. <laughs> Till now, we don't know where those CDs are. But Michael is the number one singer of white and black songs. Ladies and gentlemen, it's about the worship of God. It's about the service of God. Has nothing. Yours is after here. Do this for God and Amen. walk out and see God do yours for you. Just Real. like going to work. The work is not for you. You don't have to like it. I don't like some aspect. Who likes sticking things in people's bottoms? Where people <laughs> come from? That's the job I do. I don't like it. Who likes to smell poopoo? One time I stuck my finger there to check. That's the first thing you should do. And I told the nurse, look at somebody. My parents trained me all these years, took me to become a doctor and look at what I'm doing. Is it not a shame? And they started laughing. Then one patient, when he finished and I came, that day I ran from church and I had to an emergency go and do it. And I was dressed in suit. He turned as I was. He said, Doc? I said, yeah. You're too well dressed to be a bad doctor, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not doing it. That job is for the owners. The money is for me. That's right. So I'll do it however they like it, whichever position they like it, so that when I'm going, I get what I like. That's right. God's worship and service Amen. makes him happy. And those that he's happy with, he sends back really blessed. Malachi chapter 3, verse 15 to 17. I'm going to tell you those who complain, what happens to them? Malachi 3, 15. To 17. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about serving and worship. Serving and worship. Serving he and says worship. that Malachi 3, 15 to 17. He said this. New King James. Those who feared the Lord spoke to one another. Hmm? Another one says they complained to one another. No, where are you? 15. Huh? 
Start from 14. You have said it is useless to serve God. Yeah. What's the, what's the pastor saying? What's the you come and, I should come and clean the church. I should come and join the choir. I should go and swing in the singer. I should come and dance myself. Go dance. You go down. Who do you think you are? I'm a boss in my job place, okay? It's useless to serve God. I should come early. I should join the instrumentalist. I should wait after church. I have better things to do, okay? Mm. I should wait after church to jo join the dancing stars for rehearsals. Yes. Yes. But he said, it's not you. You are not the first person saying that. You are not the first person. Yeah. It was said in the book of Malachi. It is useless to serve God. What profit is it that we have kept his ordinance? This thing you are saying, what does it bring? Yeah. You are not the first person saying it. And God recorded it. And that we have walked as if we are mourners before the Lord of hosts. Now look at God's answer, verse 15. So now, the people were still saying, we even call the proud blessed. Some of the unbelievers are doing better than us. For those who do wickedness are raised up. They even tempt God and go free. Now watch God's answer. 3.16. Those of us who have decided we, we are too big to serve the Lord. Too big to worship. Too big to stay after church. Our family matters. Black people matter. <laughs> Is that not what? Black? Black lives matter. Black lives matter. Black songs matter. Black songs matter. Then those who fear the Lord spoke to one another. Watch this. This should be your speech. This should be your speech. This should be your corrected speech. Those who fear God spoke one to another. And the Lord listened and heard them. So God opened a book of remembrance before himself. He said, I will remember every one of your worship. Wow. Everything that you have served. I will remember your maximized Sunday usage. That you are not in a rush. I'm even afraid. Now I've gone past the time. I don't know whether next week you will come. Because I went over my time. But I will. I will go over my time. Amen. We'll be here. Yeah. Somebody once told somebody, I have to go. Please, if you have to go, no problem. No problem. No problem. No problem. And the Lord listened and heard them. So a book of remembrance. See, sometimes our rigid ways are actually a prideful fight against God's ordinance. Because mm. mm. you're not that rigid when it comes to overtime at work. No. Because really they're going to pay you. But God will pay you for overtime as well. Amen. Clap for Jesus. Amen. God will reward you Amen. for your patience. The reward of your patience. Right. So a book of remembrance was written before him. And for those who feared the Lord, who would meditate on his name. And listen to what he said, verse 17. Verse 17. They shall be mine, All says right. the, Lord of, the Lord of hosts. On the day that I make my jewels, I will spare them. Wow. As a man spares his own son who serves him. God will spare you the day he makes his jewel. Jewels are precious stones. God says he will make you a precious stone. You will be a jewel. Mm. Tell somebody you are the next jewel in God's you side. You are the next jewel. A jewel is expensive like That's Joseph. Right. A jewel has value. God is adding value to your life. Value is not only added because you are in church or you're in school all the time, because you are at home all the time, because you are this. There is value added when you are maximizing his Sunday like the Jew. Man. He said, I'll spare as a jewel. 
precious, valuable. The valuable people are the people that serve God as a son serves with his father. Jesus said, I, the son, I must be about the father's business. That's the reason why I serve. And then verse 18 says, read it. Verse 18 says, then you shall again descend. You'll find out that there's a difference between the righteous and the wicked. There's a difference between those who serve God and those who don't serve him. That's true. When you return, you'll find out. It's just a matter of time. You'll find out. Everybody who's here, who, when people have gone, you join me to stay and to talk about the church and walk up to the front. They are here. Clap for them as they come. Come, walk up to the front. And anybody, pick up any of them and let them give their testimony. I've never spoken to them. Walk up to the front. If you've been inside there, working day, even though your family is out there, you stand, walk up. See, those are the people you call shepherds. God has elevated them, anointed them, blessed them. Pilots, CEOs, when I saw them, they were cleaners, many of them. Many of them. Recently, Junior was misbehaving. Almost trying to just kick out the job. I said, look. I sat him down and I told him, there's something that you are kicking away. God wants to make you great. Just keep serving him. Recently, he sent me a text. Pastor, those words you spoke to me have come true. He told me, do you know I've gained admission to medical school? Clap for the Lord Jesus. A few weeks, he told me, I'm making a decision that no matter what it takes, I'm serving God. He told me with tears. You can ask, which of them do you want a testimony from? Just ask, so that it doesn't mean that I've rigged the elections. I'm not a Democrat or a Republican. Just ask any of them. When you came to the church, before you moved to the back to serve the Lord, maximizing your Sunday, what were you? I was, I was managing apartments. <laughs> Apartment managers. Apartment manager. Was it a profession? <laughs> no. You didn't have a profession, so you had to do something. Were you married? Broke, broke, not married, hungry, slim. Look at the stomach today. <laughs> Are you still broke by the grace of God? The grace of God, no. Is your wife broke? That means you're married. And since then, you've had children. You've been anointed. Have you not had reason to leave the church many times? Why did you stay? The covering is too real. The covering is very real. Have you maximized your Sunday? Try. To try. What is the usual time that you leave this home place to go home? Six, seven, eight. Six, seven, eight. Nine. What have what will you be doing here? Talking about each individual. Talking about what we can do to make things better. Yes. About the church of God. Where will your children be? You don't have eat on Sundays with your family. Why? Because we're here. Because you're here. But you have food to eat with your family. But you give it up just for the people of God to eat. May God bless you. May God honor you. May God honor you. It's, 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 it's a clear difference. It's a clear difference. That's my testimony. Good. Speak. Yeah. Look at this girl. Yeah. 
No children, struggling, no faith, diseased. Look, the Lord has healed her. She came, the doctor said, you will never have a child. You will never, never. tell them. Well, the doctor, um, I had a issue of blood, 12 years. <laughs> 12 years, the woman with an issue of yeah. blood, 12 years. Yeah. They said, no, no child, yeah. nothing. Yeah, and so uh, they told me that um, at the time, the way things were, my hormones were, you know, if I had a child, it wouldn't survive anyway. It wouldn't survive, never survive. Yeah. So, so you should just accept. So she came and told me, oh, me, I don't like children. <laughs> and, you know, she said the way she's selfish, she doesn't have to. I said, she shouldn't say that. And I told her, life and death are in the power of the tongue. Amen. And those who love her will eat the food. Never confess that again. You will have children. Amen. Then she started telling me about the problems of bleeding. We took her into the office, my wife and I. Tears. We cried with her. In our emotion, we poured oil and blessed her. Shortly after that, Maybe a year or so, she came. I was in, at the workplace. and told me, you know, something is happening in my stomach. I don't know. It's pain. It's whatever pain. And I said, go and do an ultrasound and bring me the report. And I told her, when you go, it will be a baby. <laughs> yeah. When you came back, what was your report? It was a whole baby. Oh. And she was six months pregnant but did not even know it. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Since then, she's had two. And she's carrying one more. Clap for the Lord Jesus. They stay here. They maximize Sunday usage. The Lord's angels are here. Blessing. And the longer you are blessed to be here for good works, the more blessed and anointed you are. I am a testimony to that fact. I came here with nothing. Zero. Silch. For security reasons, I can't tell you. But not only financial, marital, children, all. Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All these things shall be added to you. Bible says, all things work together for good to them that love God who are they called according to his purpose, not according to our purpose. They are sitting here. Not, you know, the food that he said he would bring every day, they have managed to set it up. And there's food for you because somebody stayed. When will you stay because of somebody else? When will you maximize your Sunday? I can go on and on, but every week I'll bring two to give you a testimony. You choose and they will tell you. May your Sundays be maximized from today. Jesus and clap for the Lord Jesus. Please be seated. You know, I'm going to put a list of jobs, opportunities in the church on the platform. Choose and after church, sign up. You see where Sister Brittany is sitting? Go there and sign up. If you haven't signed up, sign up. Eric, I want to sign you up to be my assistant preacher. Clap for the Lord Jesus. <laughs> Sign up. Tell somebody, sign up. One day, Amanda, have you signed up? Sign up somewhere. Sign up. And those who have signed up, but it's just a signature, you don't do anything anymore. It's your blessing. There's a church ministry working groups, welcoming team, events planning team, communion team, ushering team, greater love, fire team. There's dancing stars team. They dance. Rachel, say amen. 
dancing team, there's praise and worship team, there's media team, all the things that Rashad was going to help. Transportation team. They just stay. Look, my car came alone. I'm driving and gas. Do you have anybody who wants to go home? I'm available. That's all they do. It's beautiful. I want to transport them. Then they call me in the morning. Pastor, is there anybody who needs a ride? I want to pick them up. You can be that person because you have a car already. But center team, okay? The center team, all the things. Prayer team, safe church, children's church team, instrumentalist. You see only one instrumentalist. One day I was preaching like this. There was a major instrumentalist. Then he walked and said, it's me. From that day, our music changed. Some of us are too big. But God will make you bigger if you can surrender to him. Beautiful vine dresses, cleaners, toilet cleaners, film stars, or what we call play, drama, and many more. I don't want to bore you and waste your time, but God has spoken to you. Maximize your Sunday, 14.3% of your time. And if you do that for 52 weeks, it will be two and a half to three months. And if you do for four years that, you've given God one year of your time for every four years that you work in your own place. You think God will not reward you? You think God is not rewarding me? You think God has not rewarded those people? Just keep watching for those who are maximizing their Sunday. I don't know what other churches say, but it's not a church thing. It's a Bible thing. And I'm going to another church that doesn't say that. Well, then go to another church that doesn't say what the Bible says. But if I have to tell you what the Bible says, that's it. Who should God use? The Bible calls us the body of Christ. Christ is the head. Where do you think is the hand to do the work? Where do you think is the leg? Where do you think are the hands? It's you and I, the body of Christ, who serve and carry out the things that need to be carried out. Your first assignment next week is Friends and Family Day. May your hands, your relationships bring more. Invite at least two people to church. See the Lord bless them. And they will give you reason to maximize your Sunday. Next week, Friends and Family Sunday. Special invitation Sunday for friends and family. In fact, friends, family, and enemies. Sunday. Okay. All of them. Tell somebody it is you. It's your first job. To maximize your Sunday. And this Wednesday is miracle and anointing service. May God bless you. Rise to your feet. And put your hands together for the Lord. Wow. Tell somebody what you learned. What you learned. All your decisions. Why don't you rather close your eyes and tell God first what are your plan to do? Tell God. Tell God. Tell God. Tell God. There are angels here equipping people. God has spoken to many people. Please close your eyes and pray. Put your hand on your heart. Close your eyes. Put your hand on your heart. Everybody, please. And speak to God. Speak to God. And tell God, I'm ready to maximize. You gave me the Sabbath. You gave me my life. I give it to you. One day out of seven is not too much to ask. I will not be in a rush. I will not be, you know, irritated, impatient. I'm too small to tell you what to do with my time. By the way, just to inform you, we don't intentionally delay you. We will not. We are more organized than that by the grace of God. But sometimes these are special. Yes. 
Spirit, let it work. And please, after church, okay, we meet as Basenta groupies. And whatever role that you find yourself playing, now after church, your ministries will meet. We'll make it all, rather than meeting on Saturday and other day, we'll make it all Sunday to maximize it. Do everything we can do for the church of God. Use all our strength, use all our time, the best way we can, so that you don't have to come here any other day for rehearsal or for anything like that. That's the reason why we maximize a Sunday. Sometimes we go on visitation to go and visit. Last week I was visiting so many people. Sometimes we go to a hospital to pray for people. But it's maximize Sunday usage. Lord, anoint everybody here with your precious oil. Break every yoke. Ah, every yoke. And as your people serve you, may we be like Jesus who are about our Father's business yes. to maximize our Sunday. Yes. May we not be in a rush. May your blessings also not just be in a rush. Oh, Take your time to bless Take your people. Your Take your time to pour your Take blessings. Your Take your time yes. to establish your people yes. and let them ride on their high places on this earth. What a blessed God we serve. We honor you. We give you glory. In Jesus' name. If you're here, you want to give your life to Jesus Christ. You want to surrender to Jesus. If you're here, no, you want to surrender. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to be born again. You want to be sure that you go to heaven if you died today, God forbid. If you're here, you want to give your life to Jesus. Lift up your right hand. God bless you. You want to give your life to Jesus, lift up your right hand wherever you are. Come forward. Now pray for you. Thank you, Father. Now let's join our brother and say this prayer. Almighty Father. Almighty Father. Lift your hands. Almighty Father, come. Come. Clap for them as they come. Yes. God bless you. Lift up your hands here. Let's all say this. Say this after me. Congregation, join. Say, Almighty Father. Almighty Father. I have just come to you. I have just come to you pour my love for you to pour my love for you i surrender my life to you i surrender my life to you i repent i repent of all my sins of all my sins please wash me please wash in the blood of jesus christ in the blood of jesus christ and write my name and write my name in the book of life in the book of life because i believe because i believe that jesus is the christ that jesus is the christ the son of the living god the son of the living he god he died for me Died for he me. died for my sins. He died for my and sins. God raised him and God raised from the dead. From the dead. By this confession. By this confession. I am born again. I am born again. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. Please fill me. Please fill me. With your sweet Holy Spirit. With your sweet Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name. Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Wow, weren't you blessed by that anointed word of God? Come join our services this and every Sunday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time in person at 5796 Shelby Oaks Drive, Memphis, Tennessee. Be blessed.